When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Squirt bottles seem so mean. It does, but that's what you're supposed to do. I've also tried that on my kids. Works great. Yes. I think that I would be too stunned to speak if someone squirted water in my it face. It is startling. It really is. You're just like, ah, what are you doing, man? But it gets your attention. Dave and Mahoney. You need to send Mahoney back home. He's still sick. I think you are also sick, sir. He's still sick. Was that actually the cold calling? <laughs> it was. That was the Mucinex monster. He was like, send him back home so I can take him. And Mahoney. Is that a Metasaurus? Man, I wish I wish, I wish that was my nickname in college. <laughs> you would have a shirt that would legit you, just say Metasaurus. Metasaurus. And then Dave, like, no, Dave, Dave's more of a Pegasaurus. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Guys, this is going to rattle you to your very core because Family Dollar Stores, a subsidiary of Dollar Tree, has pleaded guilty to storing food, drugs, medical devices, and cosmetics in a rodent-infested warehouse that was shipping the products to hundreds of stores across six states. Are we sure that this is America, guys? Like, are we in 2024, do we live in America? There are so many stories where I hear this and I'm like, uh, what? What do you mean that, I mean, they got caught, which that's the only thing that makes me feel like this is America because they got busted for it. They're going to have to pay a massive fine for it. John Oliver did a a piece on this. Do you remember this? uh, I do not, no. Like, talking about, like, Dollar Tree, Dollar Generals, you know, uh, how these stores operate and how poorly they treat their employees. There's all, I mean, there's an, like... A 40-minute piece on this. So this isn't the first that I'm hearing about this. Also, I mean, not to be like whatever, but no kidding. Yeah, I mean, I'm not well, like but I mean, totally we just, surprised. We just talked about Tesla not that long ago and how they're not providing the basic needs for the boring company's employees for chemical burns. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a Dollar General or if you're the boring company. Everyone's just not treating their workers well. What's wild about this is that I guess this this violation uh, was discovered in August of 2020. This is a what? massive distribution center in Arkansas. And they continue to ship products until January of 2022 after an FDA inspection uncovered the issue in its entirety. But they, I guess... You don't get to use COVID as an excuse for this. ...knew that there was a rat infestation at this warehouse and uh-huh. there's food and cosmetics. Yeah. If you've ever gotten some lipstick with just a little nibble out of it, now you know what it is. Uh, but the, the FDA handed down the, the largest... the fecal matter that's the issue. Yeah, exactly. It'll get you sick. Uh, the FDA handed down... The, uh, the the largest fine ever for something like this, $41.675 million as part of the deal. But you guys just didn't think, hey, let's just get the rodents eradicated from this warehouse that stores food. Instead, you're going yeah, to have Yeah, use some of your dollar rat traps. <laughs> $41 million as a result. 
some good news today as well. Mahoney, even though you have achieved many of your dreams in life, there is still room to aspire to certain things. Let me give you an example. Uh, DJ Khaled, who we, who we know quite well, uh, he is facing some criticism, but I think that you're going to celebrate him. Mahoney. Are you talking about him getting carried across the beach because I he didn't am. want to get his George dirty? That's exactly right. Yeah, I'm mad at him for yeah. this. So I guess he had some limited edition Jordans that he was wearing, and he was doing an appearance, and he didn't want to get sand in his shoes. And so he had, and DJ Khaled is a big boy, right? Yeah. But he had very Ariana Grande of him. Well. Two bodyguards pick him up and carry Dave, him. Dave, you say he's a big boy. I always assumed that DJ Khaled was was like a huge guy. I mean, he's a heavier set guy, but his security looked to be like oh. 18 feet tall. It's like the Floyd Mayweather security. DJ Khaled's five foot seven. Oh, he is. Okay, so he's just—I mean, he's a That's bigger a boy, but more—he's a, like he's a, he's a larger, hefty, larger circumference. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> yeah, he—he's he, not a big guy necessarily compared to his. Security, I thought he was least, big too. I mean, he he presents as a bigger guy. The camera angles. But I guess he just hopped in their arms. I don't know if you've seen the pictures that are floating around, but he just hopped in their yeah, arms. Yeah, they carried and him And he looked there. like he was having a great time while doing it, so I'm just Not saying, even mad. Him. I wish they would have carried him like a baby. You never give up on your dreams, buddy. Goals. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know, we don't see a lot of this, especially from a brand like Apple. Like, when they do something, they tend to do it right. And maybe this is indicative of that, but there is a pretty big dust-up right now in the electric vehicle world. Because EVs recently have, you know, there's been a number of studies that have talked about how Americans are slowing to EVs. And, you know, like when Teslas came onto the scene, it was this big boom. And now all the big boys are getting into it. And the market for it just isn't quite there yet. And we've talked about this. I mean, me personally, I love the idea of not paying big oil to fill up my gas tank every single time I need to refuel. I was going to be paying big electric or big whoever supplying the power. That's what it feels like. And also, you know, the, the, the infrastructure is like just not there for me. Road tripping with kids right. and having to map out where, yeah, like all of that seems kind of like a Even for me and my wife, like we've talked about this for her, you know, we were thinking about getting her an EV because, you know, if we have one gas car that we could do road trips with and one, you know, for sure. around the around town, that would be different. She doesn't want it. She wants uh, a hybrid, you know, and I know yeah. a lot of people who have, you know, the half gas, half EV, yep. you know, those are like, especially Toyota's and in, in, uh, starting to put those out, becoming really popular. Well, Apple, after 10 years of developing their new Apple car, have just shut it down. So an internal memo circulated to around 2,000 employees revealed the decision that they are getting rid of Project Titan, which is the EV from Apple. Uh, Some of the team members from the special projects group responsible for developing the car are moving to Apple's AI division. So they're not just going to, you know, lop the heads off 2,000 hardworking employees. But the company originally intended to create a fully self-driving vehicle as part of this decade-old project. So the cancellation, pretty big surprise for a lot of, like, industry watchers. I was pretty surprised overall that Apple was even in this space just because what you have to do to create a new car brand and to, you know— do it the way that Apple does. You know, you'd have to get dealerships. You would have to do all these sorts of things. It just seemed like a lot of work for something that would be so very niche. Well, and especially because you're in this market that's already so crowded with people. You're that new to it. Like you're you're, 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 you're not a car maker. You're not. Yeah. Uh, but reports suggest that Apple would launch the car in 2028 with reduced self-driving capabilities. And that report was just out last month. Now they're basically saying the entire thing is just going to be scrapped. So pretty wild to see. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Yeah. 
Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Audrey. Raspberry white chocolate mocha latte. Other than the enema, how's it taste? Message deleted. <laughs> it's actually really good if you like... That kind of flavor palette. Raspberry, white mocha, and chocolate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, white chocolate and raspberry pairs very well. And it's funny because I haven't had that drink that often. And I was going like full-blown bougie for I don't even know why. You were treating yourself. I was treating myself. And I... uh, You know why? Because you deserved it. When... I've been doing that a lot lately. I don't know if I necessarily deserve it. I don't don't know if we need any justification. Like, in in our mind, we're... It says you deserve a little treat. You never argue with that voice. You just go I, along. I with deserve it. everything. Yes, so you're exactly, no matter you what. Know what? Subconscious, you're right. That is why I treat myself. Uh, the first coffee I ever drank uh, was a white mocha chocolate, and mm. I will say, delicious. But it's so like, how, so how, you, how do you start with that? What do you mean? I mean, when I was it's like a good 18, gateway. really? I, I, like, like literally, like one of like a first date when I was like 17, 18. I went on with a girl I dated. We went to Starbucks back, you know, 24 years ago. And you're like, Starbucks, to when did Starbucks become available on every corner of the USA? I was in, I vividly remember, probably, we'll say fifth or sixth grade, whenever okay. I would go almost every single day in the summer. Okay, so yeah, probably we, 20 plus years ago. So now, huh? in St. Louis, there was, this was, they, they had them in like the nicer parts of town. There was like three or four of them back in the like mid to late 90s. And was it so, next to a Quiznos? No, it was oh, next was. to a bank. Oh, it boring. Used, it used to be when a Starbucks got put, put somewhere, you're like, oh, this area about to get gentrified. Like, it <laughs> was the Whole Foods. It was okay. Yeah. It was socially acceptable. Like, we went on a date to Starbucks. Because like, it was I, classy. Yeah. Well, like, and, it, I mean, you get a couple coffees and it's like $17. Was it that much then? I don't even remember. It, was, it wasn't quite that much, but it was, it was still, it wasn't cheap. But it, the one that I went to, it was, again, in a real nice area. And I was like, oh, this is so fancy. And now it's like not all the Starbucks I see are just like basically just bombed out, like places for people to poop. Well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that you can't get in there and poop. Easily. You got to buy something. You got to buy something. It's Don't gotta give be, It's got to be earlier than that, than 20 years or later than 20 years. Because I remember going to the gas stations and they had the Starbucks Frappuccino drinks in the gas station. Mm, maybe you're in right. fourth grade. Yeah, it just—it's a weird time because I can't remember. It just seemed like one day. Everybody Starbucks was just, absolutely. They've got everywhere. you by the neck. Uh-huh. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, you degenerate gamblers! Is this genius or is this stupid? Did you hear about that guy that bet fifty thousand dollars that there'd be a streaker at the Super Bowl, and it paid out like three hundred and fifty thousand, something like that. Then that guy decided he was going to be the streaker. I think he got arrested and paid a thousand dollar fine. I don't believe that. No, I doubt. No, 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 no book that I know of in Las Vegas would take fifty thousand dollars worth of action on something like that. It's it it would it would not be like an onshore regulated book because of course they wouldn't. You can control the outcome as a single person. That's, yeah. that's not how sports books operate. Like if it was some like offshore sports book and they were using just basically to get their name out there, then maybe. But this whole idea of this guy put down whether it was a thousand or fifty thousand dollars, we've heard different, uh, you know, different swings is how much he actually put down and how much he was winning. Uh, there's just no the, way that any legitimate sports book would do that. The reason this idiot ran onto the field, actually, I believe it was two idiots who ran onto the field yes. at the Super Bowl. Uh, they had their like crappy crypto day trading stuff written on their chests, and they were trying to promote that. 
And that's what it was about. It wasn't this. I mean, like again. But you're right. That story is out there. I mean, like the guy. The guy the is saying that he bet the fifty thousand dollars on the stun, and then yeah, exactly. Show us. Prove and, it. And then he was able to score. Was it? The, I think he was right. Like three hundred thousand dollars or something like that. No book. Like they, they, they don't bet that big. Yes. Like there's so say much scrutiny. Fanduel or whatever, if it was attached to that sports book. Do they have any any you names? So Westgate yeah. or so here, here's a MGM. gambling. Here's a gambling expert. Uh, his name is Patrick Everson. I've actually done some work with him in the past. He's based in Las Vegas. He said, per a global market sportsbook spokesperson, quote, no book in their right mind would take a $50,000 limit yep. on that. So he's Nowhere close. a liar. Yes. yes 100%. There, which, there's ridiculous bets out there, but normally they have like a $50 cap on them for this reason exactly. Or you are such a well-known gambler and established within that organization and you've already lost a whole lot of money that they will take that sort of action. But I'm like this guy, though. I read something once sometimes, and I'm like, that's true. Uh, they're just lying. That's facts. Circling back to Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. In 1995, there were 677 Starbucks. In 1995? In 1995, there were 677 Starbucks. Four. Uh-huh. And by the year 2000, there were 3,500. And today, there's wow. 32,000. Wow. So, what yeah. a growth, man. That is just wild. Mm-hmm. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. This is Michael, and I was wondering... When they say that you're judged by the company that you keep, I was wondering, has Audrey been a bad influence on Dave and Mahoney, or has Dave and Mahoney been a bad influence on Audrey? Inquiring minds want to know. Message deleted. I would say the answer to that question is yes, uh, depending on the situation. I mean, normally I would say I'm probably the bad influence because uh, Mahoney used to be the bad influence without question. I feel like that's shifted a bit over the years. I'm tired. Yeah, Mahoney's always so sleepy. So uh, but depending on, like, Audrey is... Excitable. In in your in the right environment, you can definitely be the one who's like, let's do shots. And we're like, oh, no. If I am ever in a place at the age that I am in right now, actually, probably ever, and I am volunteering to buy shots for everyone... She's not just accepting them, she's instigating. Put me in an Uber and send my... Nah. Pretty butt home. Nope. <laughs> Get her Send another me shot. Home. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs. You know the songs. Be working so hard. But do you know them when they sound this bad? I've got this feeling. It's Dave Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Eric is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How's it going, Eric? Not too bad. Good morning, guys. How we doing? Good We're morning. doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. We got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these tunes. You're looking for the original artist <laughs> as well as the song. You got a couple lifelines in Mahoney and Audrey. They do not know the correct answers. So hopefully you can uh, knock this out of the park today. We have, you know, one with 610,000 views if we manage to get to that one. Uh, the first one, though, starting off a bit slow, 52 views on this one. 30 seconds on the clock. Good luck, Eric. Here we go. <laughs> I'm so glad that we included this song is because the artist that uploaded that and got 52 whole views off of it, his name is Relaxed Randy. Sounds pretty relaxed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was having a really tough time, and I hope you weren't. Um, listener, what's his name again? 
Eric, Eric, Eric listener Eric, um, because <laughs> he it was kind of giving me Bob Dylan vibes, and I couldn't stray away from that, and I was like not able to listen to it. So I'm out as a. I know it if you. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, good. Because Eric, over to you, man. All right, I'm gonna go with Grateful Dead, Touch of Gray. That's right, brother. <laughs> Well goodness. done. Didn't that sound like Bob Dylan to you? I mean, I, I can see like how cosplay? you... Cosplay? Relax, Randy. I mean, if you mean by bad singer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, you can, you, can, you, can, you can come at me with your pitchforks all you want. I'm ne- I've never been a fan of his singing. 44,000 like views sun, on this next one. Uh, this, yeah, this, this next artist is Shut Up and Kiss Me. So, 44,000 views from Shut Up and Kiss Me. Stop that it right beautiful. there. That it's was a, good. Some pretty good talent, yeah. Eric, do you know it? Eric. Yeah. Sorry, you know? I lost you for a second. <laughs> do, do you know it? Um, I know the song, but the way she was singing it got me lost. I know. I feel like it's heart. It is heart. It yeah. is heart. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to use a lifeline for the rest. Do you want to use a lifeline, or do you just want to take your half point and, and run with it? Uh, let's take the half point. Okay, so the half point is good enough. That was that was a loan by heart, mm. but still, half point, you got it. So still well done. Good. Still got the lifelines intact. Here we go on to number three. This one's got 91 views. I don't know why I got just such a distinct picture in my head, but this reminds me of being at a house party at somebody else's house in college, and this is the music that's playing in the room over when you realize, I have stayed too late, I need to leave. Just listen to it in that context for one more second. You know what I mean? Dirty couches. Like, yeah, dirty, dirty couches. couches. Like cigarette butts everywhere. Yeah, this is where you start to sober up. You're like, what am I doing Spit here, man? Spit cups. Spit cups. That I have accidentally <laughs> drank from because I am too drunk to still be there. <laughs> Done that. Done that. that party too, man. You were there. Yeah, I remember you. Eric, it was good times. Eric hosted it. Uh, Eric, do you know it? I, I think I do. I'm going to go with the best mode, personal G. There it is, boy. brother. Yeah, well yeah. done. Good job. Okay, so, cool. so you got two and a half. The lifelines are still intact. I don't think you're going to need them. On to the last one here, 610,000 views on this one. Here we go. Listen to the wind blow. Watch the sunrise. Running in the shadows. Damn your love, damn your lies. And if you don't love me now, you will never love me again. I- 
and we're going to stop it runs. right there. Oh my gosh, that is one of so, my favorite songs, and I think little jazz did it, version did it justice. So that's an artist Absolutely. called Postmodern Jukebox, oh. and they are so good. They're actually well, a touring band, and their their video production as well is incredible. So wow. I understand why it's got that many views. Eric for the win. Do you know it? Let's go with Fleetwood Mac, The Chain. There it is, brother. Well done. Love it. You killed it, man. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, if you're a little bit tired today, you certainly get a pass because you. you had another one of those wonderful experiences at your apartment yes. last night with the fire alarm, which mm-hmm. is always so great. For sure. I didn't mention this, though, because I sent you guys a video of the fire alarm happening because um, I had to get the two cats and the dog and the husband and the car and sent a video of that happening. But I didn't mention this. So before the fire alarm was going on, there was a party happening downstairs. Love that. That's so great. Yeah. But uh, usually fun. I can ignore because I've got these headphones that or the earplugs that work pretty well. Yeah, but the fact that you're having to put earplugs in in your own apartment so you don't hear the party. Like, shut up. It it's is a Tuesday. A weekday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Like, you, sh- man, like, when you were done with that place, leave, oh, the, leave the worst reviews everywhere. And then... This kind of made me feel a little bit uncomfortable, and I know that we've been talking about the ring doorbells, um, and I, I'm going to get one after this. Um, I've noticed it a couple times, and I thought that people were just, you know, I, my my apartment's right by the door, you know, whatever. People knock, people will tease because I've got a, a doormat that says, "No doorbells!" Yell "Ding dong!" real loud, mm. as a, like a silly joke. My one yeah. of my girlfriends got it for me, so you know. It comes with heckles, but last night, people kept just banging on my door and then running away. What are you talking about? Yeah, and that made me really, like, like very, very angry. What do you mean? Feels like a dorm. Feels like I live in a dorm at the moment. It's a bunch of dumb strippers, isn't it? Well, the strippers are actually kind of cool and off. Are they? um, I mean, there's a lot of college students, and, you know, I, uh, we had to move here pretty quickly, and that's on me, I guess, for, you know, not knowing the area. But well, whenever it's an expensive you place. It's not like this is some run-down, cheap There are Porsches. Place. There are p- multiple Porsches, multiple Mercedes. Like, there are very, very nice cars and a couple see, that's Corvettes. that's the problem, though, is that if you're talking about college kids It's that rich have money, college kids with, with they're money. They're entitled little a-holes. And have had never had a consequence, never. have never had yeah. to be held like accountable. Like, banging on somebody's door, that's how you get shot here in America. Yeah. Like, legit. Like, you, you repeatedly bang on somebody's door, my yep. door, anybody's door. Like, that is like, you are putting your life. banging on somebody else's door. I might just shoot you for sport. It's just very annoying. So last night was, <laughs> I actually don't feel too bad because when I finally fell asleep, I fell asleep so, so hard. But so, so was you, was, you sent the video and it's, I don't know, nine o'clock at night, something like yeah. that. And for the fire alarm. You did like a little pan and you're in, standing in your parking garage and your poor husband's standing there and his like slides. slides and he's got holding the dog in one arm and then he's got the cage with the two cats that have ringworm in the other yeah. while you're standing in this parking garage at nine o'clock at night while the alarm's going off. And I'm just like, I feel so, you guys are already dealing with enough right now. Like the last thing you need is when you're just trying to have a relaxing night, some crap like that I just made happen. dinner, so by the time oh, I went to go awesome. eat it, it was cold. cold. Oh, that's even better. That's great. Congratulations, <laughs> man. The banging so on your door, you. was it before or after, after the fire? It was after. So this is like, you're talking late at night. Yeah. So I, Dude, I, I, I don't think you have the an building option here. Like, like there, are there no like cameras in the, the your hallway? I don't think so. 
Because of, like, you have to booby trap the hallway. This is it's, it's no longer an option. You're gonna have to dig a little ditch and cover it with leaves and hope somebody falls in and gets killed on the spikes. And this is why I hate yeah. people so much, man. Like, mm-hmm. it, like story. I feel so. I'm so sorry that this crap is happening to you. That's life. Yeah. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. I don't know if it seems longer or shorter, but Jimmy Fallon is coming up on celebrating 10 years of hosting The Tonight Show. And I think it's because of the COVID thing. I'm like, how long does it feel like it he's feels been hosting longer it? It than does that. feel longer than 10 years ago. Because did Conan, because well, there was the Conan thing and then Jay Leno. It's like, it feels longer than that. But even like how long ago since Conan left The Tonight Show after getting it for that short amount of time. Like there's yeah. just a lot of things that the timeline doesn't really seem to add up. But Jimmy Fallon is set to celebrate the 10th anniversary of The Tonight Show with a special two-hour primetime best of Tonight Show special on May 14th. And it'll include some highlights and viral hits and favorite sketches and musical performances and interviews with uh, during Fallon's tenure. Tenure. I mean, there's on- there's a couple things. Like again, I'm not watching that show ever. I will watch the viral clips that make it to social media. You know, him playing uh, with Metallica with children's instruments, and they've done that with a couple other bands. Those have always been entertaining. The, the stuff he did with hip hop with, with, with Justin, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake that yeah. he did, like if, I guess ten years ago now. Was pretty good, but like, who here is still watching Jimmy Fallon? Or even more so, you know, after watching SNL live for the first time in a decade this past weekend with Shane Gillis, I saw a pro- uh, a promo for Seth Meyers, and I'm like, oh, he still has a show. Yeah, yeah, sure does. And I'm like, who's watching this? Who's watching Seth Meyers' show? That's a great question. Well, a lot of I these people know. are really, really reliant on YouTube. Yeah. To kind of prop them up. They go and have really just gone into the digital space. But, like, who's also showing up? These are, like, shows that are filmed in front of a live studio audience. Is yeah. Seth Meyers still do? Is he finally back to a live studio audience? I, I mean, I assume so. so. You know what's wild is I was, I was at, a like, a quarterback event this past Friday in Scottsdale, and they were auctioning off all kinds of stuff. Well, the event was hosted by Jimmy Kimmel's sister. And one of the things that they auctioned off was, like, this VIP experience where you get to go to... Uh, Jimmy Kimmel's show in Los Angeles, sure. and they you, know, you get to go backstage and hang out in the green room and meet the people and take pictures. It was actually kind of a cool little package that they had. It went for the most amount of money, hands down. Kimmel's the only one else. I feel like has got any sort of you know. I think Kimmel and Fallon. He's I mean Kimmel's been doing it. Much John more. Oliver, I think you know the but Daily Show. With John Stewart. I feel like I, I feel so like those serious. are. I feel yeah. like those are way different than what Kimmel yeah. and uh, Fallon are doing. But you're right, Dave. I mean, those are definitely held to a higher standard than you know Seth Meyer. <laughs> so Audrey, this next story is going to take us over to Scotland. So they had a uh, Willy Wonka pop-up attraction over there <laughs> called Willy's Chocolate Experience. Yeah, man. And uh, so, I mean, Wonka is, you know, a pretty popular movie, obviously. It just yeah. came out. My kids actually love the new Wonka, which I was very pleasantly surprised by. It was done, pretty, it was, it was, it was done well it's enough. It's a good movie. It's, it's a good not story. something I'm going to watch again I don't as know. an adult. I've watched it a handful of times now because the kids want to watch it a lot. Sure. And I tend to enjoy it every time. Like, it's, it's good acting. It's good special effects. A fun, campy movie. But because of that success, they decided they were going to do a fully immersive experience. They called it a whimsical experience where Uh you could go into this live pop-up and they would have all these AI-generated photos and it would feel like you were actually in the movie. I'm not quite sure if they were able to successfully roll that out. I've seen the photos of this, Dave, and it's so embarrassing. Yeah, they, um, they had very minimal amounts of 
decorations. They had an inflatable rainbow. They had one bouncy castle. I mean, it was and maybe... And in the warehouse. It was maybe the most underwhelming thing that I've ever seen in my entire I've life. I've been to crack houses that have better decorations. No, I was just, I, Well, you totally outdid me. I was going to say I've been to birthday parties for one-year-olds that definitely have been for way sure. over the top. But uh, you've been to a party at a crack house before? Yeah, I didn't know it was a crack house before I went there, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's better decorated than that place. <laughs> uh, and finally, one Soprano star, Drea Mateo, said that she has been able to pay off her entire mortgage because of her OnlyFans She's page. She's crushing it. We talked about it, I feel like, not that long ago that she, it's been maybe what, does it say in this article how many months, like a couple, three max? She's 52 years old, says so she initially hesitated to join OnlyFans, but found some success and was able to pay off mortgage debts within five minutes. Wow. Yeah. Because, I mean, she was the smoke show of The Sopranos. I mean. Still is. Gorgeous. Yeah. There was, that was a look, and that look is having a, a renaissance, the mob, mob wife, wife the and mob wife Adriana. Work, yeah. You know, I mean, as a, really? like, when The Sopranos came out in 1999, I, I was 18, 17, 18 years old watching that going, Wow. Six-pack abs, playing I mean, tennis. She, so she, like, she, she was a fit, in, like, like before that was, like, a big thing, yeah. too. Yeah. So what's wild is that she she did it, what she feels like is out of necessity. Again, 52 years old, maybe not the ideal time for a lot of people to launch an OnlyFans, but there is a lot of nostalgia for her and, you know, for a lot of people like our age, Mahoney, growing up. Sure. You felt something for her. She said that she was at the point where she had $10 in her bank account. Oh, which no. is crazy. When she she started started her like, OnlyFans. The residuals from, you know, I mean, it's not like... Again, after The Sopranos, she didn't have a ton of uh, a ton of work. She did that uh, a couple seasons of Joey on NBC as his sister. Yeah, but, but like, she probably didn't have like a huge. But back that was also twenty plus years right. ago. And so, like, I mean, she was not a huge character when she or a huge actress when she came into The Sopranos. She probably didn't have that much of a back end deal to begin yeah. with, you know. And I would so she say said that most of the actors on Sopranos weren't that big until The Sopranos. So I'm now I'm curious. Of, I'm kind yeah, of scared of that all, they're all broke. Yeah, well, she said that she was on the verge of losing her house, decided to do the OnlyFans, and within five minutes had enough to pay off her mortgage and has since continued to uh, to, to take the money and spend it into other things like launching a street uh, streetwear brand hmm. that's named after her 12-year-old son, so it's working out well for oh, her. Oh, good. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I just wanted to say that I really appreciate you guys. But you three, well, four, you guys are like the best. Like, literally. You come in, you put on a great show. It's like no agenda. Nobody seems to be playing a part or a role. It's just like natural and just fun. Message deleted. Authenticity is so far between in this world at times that when you just get a little bit of it, it's so refreshing. We are in a position that, you know, after working in this industry for 20 plus years, that we were lucky enough to be able to pick the team that we want to work with and our employers recognize that you know we may not be the best looking we may not be the funniest we may not be the most creative but the one thing we do have is chemistry and that's one thing no consultant or any person out there can teach you know we genuinely enjoy each other like our text messages and our like talking outside of work and off air is the same thing you're going to hear on the air and a lot Every of the time. text messages and memes that we share on social media and just the way that we communicate 
is also incredibly distasteful that at any point any of us could take down all of the others simultaneously. It's really a beautiful thing because it's mutual <laughs> it's assured not destruction. It's a real friend if you don't have a text chain that don't can ruin your when you life. Say that. <laughs> you know that's the truth. It yeah. is. That is the truth. For sure. But we're very lucky to be able to work with friends because a lot of people, not just in this industry, but a lot of people work with people you don't like, you know, and you have to kind of like be an adult and, uh, you know, bite the bullet and just carry on with your day. And I'm ve- I feel very lucky to be a part of this team with you two. Um, I'm saying this so that maybe you guys think about giving me a raise. Shut I up. really love working with you guys. <laughs> no, it's great. Thank you for letting me be here. Uh, I'm here. Who's that? Well, keep talking. Audrey said, I really enjoy working with you two. You talk about Dave and me? You guys. Yeah. I think you guys. You yeah. said you two. You were talking about them. You left me out of the equation. Okay, but you're also... You, you didn't see how hire no one me. likes you, Chris? Yeah. You didn't hire me. you're always me. complaining. All you're right, always like, oh, right. you didn't talk about me. <laughs> also, you just got here. Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, bless you with uh, all the effort you're putting in on those cats. I know David Mahoney are giving you a hard time, but let me tell you, they put a lot more work for a little dirty p- Message deleted. <laughs> wow. Jesus, bro. Okay. That escalated quickly. Oh, what? Jeez. I was not expecting that. Yoish. <laughs> What do we do? If anyone, can, if anyone can appreciate a kitty that needs a little bit of love, it should be us. And also me, apparently, as well. Jeez. And, and we're not giving Audrey crap. We're supporting her. We just feel bad. Yeah, the, it's you funny. Know? I'm going to the vet today to figure out, like, what's the next steps. And my husband's being so tough, and I can't wait to see, like, if he stays that tough in the, in the waiting room. When you say he's being tough, you mean, like, we need to get rid of these cats because they're ruining our life type thing? Sort of. And, and also being like, and if, if it doesn't get fixed immediately, then we're not paying. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, we are. <laughs> like, we're not going to not yeah, pay for a so. service. But it does feel like we're getting consulted, and we're having to do a lot of it ourselves. So are you taking these these cats into the place that you got them from to today no okay because that was a shelter i see so we have our own vet and um yeah we're gonna see where it goes because it definitely is getting worse and worse and worse um yesterday i bit i did get him in the uh kitty hospital is what i'm calling it in the giant cage um and i just feel so bad the three-story condo the three-story condo and they hate it see but here audrey think about it this way these cats would be in a shelter right now like even if they're in their like little cat condo that's like 28 feet tall or whatever it is. <laughs> it's pretty that, tall. It's 18. Yeah, big ass, big ass cat condo. You got them. It's much better than just being A, dead, or B, still in the shelter. So True. whatever you're doing, even though it sucks temporarily, hey, this is way better than what it what where you were. And you know where they're going. You're moving to a new place. Things yeah. are only getting better for you. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm doing right. So settle down, cats. Please leave a message after the tone. Would you guys still love your wives if they were worms? Message. Delivered. This is an important question. Okay, don't don't you no. get ready to push that button, Dave. We really no. need to unpack this I would here. Not. You you would not I love would your not. wife because they they they're like worms have like uh, two personalities. Man, you cut them in half and they still like keep going. Nah, man, I don't trust that. Are you saying our wives don't? <laughs> if we cut them in half. <laughs> nah, you man, got no. two of your wife. No, man. I would absolutely still love my wife if she was a worm. If you could, why couldn't you say like a golden retriever? If my yeah. wife was a golden retriever, well, I'd still love her. Because the question is worm. You have why to is answer, it a worm? You have to answer it for what and the question is. And I am. And no. you're saying no. And I am saying yes, and it's for a very specific reason. Because if she was a worm, I could put her on a hook, toss her into the ocean, and catch another one of those <laughs> fish in the sea. <laughs> you're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. So it happened again yesterday. I'm sitting in my house, and, you know, it's late afternoon, early evening, 4.30, 5 o'clock-ish. 
And I hear the old knock at the door. It's dinner time, man. And I'm like, oh, God, why is there somebody knocking on the door? And then I realized, oh, yeah, it's because I need to get my doorbell fixed. Whatever. Here's somebody knocking at the door. That's never good news. There's the, unless I knock on the door. Something, I don't, a yep. surprise knock on the door is never good. And even at this point, like deliveries, I appreciate that Amazon does not ring the bell or knock on the door Just when they're dropping. Just take the picture, drop it off, and yep. off you go. That's great. So I almost instantly assume that it's somebody that I don't want to talk a to. solicitor. But unfortunately, I hear the knock as I'm walking by the glass. And so they see me. So I can't just ignore them and pretend like I didn't hear you them. You got to get new doors. I think so. Maybe. This is like what, really, we we made a choice in the new house that we're building. You could have had the, like the glass doors what, or the like, solid doors. Like a, like a bigger, nicer, fancy door. Like, I mean, you got beautiful doors. Gorgeous doors. But they, but you can see. You can see through them. You can see through them. And but we see, chose not to, we, we're like, we're not, we're going to forego the beautiful door for more privacy. And I understand why you did. So it, it, I got got yesterday because mm-hmm. I've got the beautiful doors as opposed you do to have the more, doors. Pri- more privacy. And I look over, and Chris, you would have instantly fallen for this because it is a very attractive girl, maybe in her late 20s or something like that, mid to late 20s. Fall for it every time. Blonde hair, yoga oh, yeah. pants, and she's oh, on like a hoverboard. What? Like she, they're like what? zipping what? around the neighborhood on... You know, like it was just almost like a mix between a hoverboard and a Segway, where okay. the handle didn't come all the way up, but it had like that little stem the short one that comes off. Of, yeah, exactly. Okay, I've seen those before. And so there's just this super hot chick that comes zipping up to the front door. But that's pretty. What? Yeah, I know. I, so I was like, well, hey, tell I'll me, better open tell that. me, she crashed and she's like, excuse me, I skinned my knee, sir. Do you have a bandaid? She come was a in. robot. So my wife is not at home, and it's oh. just me looking like a total zaddy as I answer the door. You know, so she. I'm kidding, by the way, but also I feel like she looked at me and went, "Oh, this is a great, this is a great scenario for you're me." You're young, you're not old enough that You've you're got old. Kids screaming in the background. Yeah, babe. exactly. It's low hanging fruit. <laughs> 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 Looking to start a new life. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> kind of. So, anyways, so, what happened with this hot chick trying to sell you something? Question mark. She's trying to sell me new windows for the house. She's oh, like, "Oh, okay. you know, we'll, we'll do do this sort of deal." And we're, you know, I see you have some of the original windows. Beautiful house, though. And I'm like. Okay, so you kind of insulted me, but then also at the same time told me the house was nice. So thank you for that. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. But no, I'm not in the market for new windows from you guys right now. We're already working on some other thing, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, okay, thank you so much, and gets on her little scooter and Scoot off she off. goes. Just, Did you laugh? <laughs> Hoverboarded on out of there. You should have been like, but wait, I, I mean, I'll look at the catalog. No. No, no. See, I, don't no, even entertain us. No, no, no chance at all. Again, that would have worked so, on you. I think she thought that was going to work on me. It didn't. But the reason why this is becoming an issue is because I texted my wife. I'm like, hey, heads up, you know, another solicitor for Windows this time. It's literally everything. Mm -hmm. I found a business card that somebody just, like, thrown down in front of my front door the other day because nobody answered when they came to it. It was for, like, a lawn care service. Cool. Every day, it seems like. But I bought some no soliciting signs Mm -hmm. for the house. I like that. And I do, too. The wife doesn't think they're cute enough. Oh, because they... but they don't make cute ones, do they? You can kind get, of. You get cute ones like, on Etsy. I got, I got some, like, I thought fairly good-looking ones. And, uh, but they could just be the temporary ones until she gets the ones that she wants. I don't, she does not want one. Oh, she doesn't want a no-soliciting sign at all? She doesn't want to know. I'm it'll like, it'll clash with the aesthetic of the front of the house, right? That's exactly it'll, right. It'll, it'll, it messes it'll, up the aesthetic. Create your, it will uh, tarnish your beautiful doors. I wouldn't even put it on the door. You Where know, would like, you put it then? Well, there's there's one like that came with a little stick on it so you could like plant it in the ground if you wanted to. 
And then there's another one that has like the adhesive on it that you could just like put below the doorbell or or on the door if you wanted to, I guess. But okay. But I mean, that's dude, aggressive. That really that's work. aggressive, though. I mean, I see why your wife. I mean, I I understand your for sure. Your your wanting to stop the soliciting. It's almost every day, man. And I like I told you guys, it wasn't that long ago. Somebody was there like 7.55 at night Dude, ringing on doorbells. I had an 8.41 the other night, what which you, is insanity. What are you doing? To me, what about a doormat? I was just going to say That says no thing. soliciting. Yeah. Like, like Audrey's doormat. <laughs> that one seems to work for her. Yeah. But, I mean, that one's probably not going to be as effective as a thing right under the door. Know what they need? Just a little snap-on thing that goes over the camera that says, don't ring this Do you bell if gate? you're selling me something. No. We, doorbells that are only activated if the fingerprint matches an approved ringer. <laughs> I have to know you in order yes. to hear you at all. Yep. If not the, uh, the Tell me that's not a great idea. The trap door opens and off to yep. the dungeon you go. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. Ashley is joining us today for a round of the movie quote quiz. And Ashley, let me ask you one question. Do you like movies that are love stories? Because that's what today's theme is all about. It's the greatest love stories of all time, perhaps. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes they're just a bit too gushy. Yeah, I'm with you. And I and I appreciate that perspective because, boy, Mahoney, back in the day when we were growing up and you'd go on dates with girls and they'd want to take you to go see the rom-com. I don't know if we just grew up in a time where rom-coms became a little bit too popular, a little too quick. There was a lot of bad ones out there. Man, I still think of, even though it's not a rom-com, City of Angels. Oh, yeah. Took a girl to go see that movie. She never called me again. That was a sad movie, man. I didn't know it was sad. <laughs> it looked like it was supposed to be like a fun movie. Yeah. And then, no. And then that damn semi-truck damn ruined semi. my life. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, Meg Ryan, and Sons of Anarchy. Very mm -hmm. anti-semi after all of that. All right, here we go. So we're going to play you some short clips. You're trying to figure out the original movie. Mahoney and Audrey available as lifelines. Should it be necessary? Here's the first one. Good luck, Ashley. Hey, Sugar, you looking for a date? No, I want to find Beverly Hills. Can you give me directions? Sure. For five bucks. Ridiculous. Crash just went up to ten. You can't charge me for directions. I can do anything I want to, baby. I ain't lost. All right, okay. All right, you win, I lose. You change for 20. I mean, talk about a girl who was the lead of rom-coms and rom-droms. Mm-hmm. Ashley, do you know it? Oh, my goodness, no. I <gasps> have no idea. Oh, really? Either of us. Audrey, you take it since... I'm it's Pretty Woman. It is pretty one. Also, the most unrealistic hooker right. ever. Show like, me where the street hookers look 22 like Julia year old Roberts. Julia Roberts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and, and who was that? Uh, Richard Gere Richard doesn't want to pay yeah. five bucks. Uh-huh. Come on, bro. I ate Where's pancakes without syrup for the longest time because I idolized her. And she Did just you? was eating them without syrup. I mean, literally, I was like, uh, Julia Roberts says this, so I am that going is, to do this, too. That is serial killer behavior, eating dry-ass pancakes. Yeah. She did it, so I had to do it. Okay, on to number two. So Lifeline with Audrey is burnt. This one's from 2005. I'm looking all over for you. I got to get out of here, Prano. I got a stage five clinger. Uh, I need more time. Did you hear what I just said to you? Stage five virgin clinger? Let's go. I'm going to start the car. I'm serious. Let's go. I don't think that you're appreciating the urgency here. Not only is she a virgin, she's totally off the reservation. I'm terrified of this broad. <laughs> there you are. 
Gloria, wow. The little plot twist with that moment later in the movie was great. Uh, Ashley, over to you, 2005, almost 20 years old. Do you know that? Oh, no. Oh, boy. No, I don't. Well, I can help you out on this one, but this is your last <laughs> lifeline that you're burning. I uh, saw this one in the theaters. Still think this is Vince Vaughn's greatest role he ever played. That is Wedding Crashers. That is correct. So I did not know that Sasha Baron Cohen was married to that lead actress. Or I, that Isla actress Fisher? There. Yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Really? And he, <laughs> Borat, think, that's Borat for anybody who's not knowing. Yeah, they're, they're a still married. They're still married. They have like yes. kids and stuff. Yes. Mm, yeah. Unlikely coupling. Okay, actually, this one's going to take us back a bit further. This one takes us back to 1939. Let's see if you can get this one for the win here, if you can get one on your own. <laughs> Go, what shall I do? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Iconic line from an iconic movie. Do you know it for the win, Ashley? I do know this movie. I'm named after this movie. <laughs> Gone with the wind. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. No. No, I'm kidding. That's right. <laughs> she was so confident. I'll tear my girl down. Congratulations. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to go to jail. What? Yeah, uh, I'm good on that, Dave. Uh, uh, you say that. Wait until you hear this next story, my friend. Are you talking about like jail in France or something? No, I'm talking about jail in Kentucky. <laughs> and you wouldn't think like jail in Kentucky <laughs> is where the party is, but let me again explain to you what's happening. The Herald Leader newspaper obtained internal reports revealing that at least 30 Kentucky prison guards had inappropriate relations with the inmates in just 16 months time this isn't 30 different instances where you know the 16 different you know 16 months there was some hookups that were happening this is 30 different prison guards having untold amounts of sex over the course of 16 prison orgy yeah (laughs) so one female staff member became pregnant by a prisoner so if you're in jail and there's like a female guard that's willing to let you, you know, go I mean, if I'm in prison way, and a female guard wants to bang, we banging. Another 14 were involved in drug smuggling. So now we're, you know, up to 40 plus prison guards that are either banging or smuggling drugs mm-hmm. into the jail. So the records across uh, that were pulled by state officials show that there was a 16 month period that ended just in November this past year in 2023. And the cases highlight issues of misconduct within the prison walls, including the sexual relations between the guards and the inmates, a problem that has surged in recent years, and the fact that they were smuggling, the guards were smuggling drugs into the prison for money from the prisoners and then sex with the prisoners. And again, it is just that a is wild, wild scene. Wild scene. Oh my gosh. And you want to go there, Dave? It sounds like a well, fun time. If I look, if I'm going to go to jail. I would say that the odds of me getting put into a jail where I have, as a, a male inmate, access to a female guard that is very horny and apparently will just straight up hook up with you without any sort of protection, right? Because she ended up pregnant throughout all of this, yep. which is wild in its own right. Um, that's the jail to be in. I mean, that sounds like 
a this pretty good like place. This this police officer has a kink because you don't just accidentally get pregnant. Like, there's a lot mm. of things that you could have as a barrier. Yeah. And I can think of, like, a couple contraceptive uh, sure. options. There's some options out there. And also a third contraception option as a oopsie. Yeah. We go to CVS real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and she just let it happen. Just let it happen. And now she's pregnant. And now this whole thing has fallen out. The bottom has fallen out, you could say, Mahoney, on these 40-plus guards that were involved in the smuggling and the sex. So do they put them back in the same jail? Yeah, like where do you go? Uh, you they still all continue to bang, and yeah. it's just the party never stops. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. I'm bored. Message deleted. <laughs> There's nothing worse than just sitting, being bored. I told you guys... At the beginning of the week, I had to go to the dentist, and I was there for like seven hours to the point where I was on my phone for so long that my phone died, and I asked them for a phone charger because just sitting there, like I would do so poorly in jail. Just smuggle a butt phone. I'd have to smuggle a butt phone. You would would be a butt phone smuggler. Sure I would. So my internet went out at the house because, you know, I'm moving again into a new rental, and I had no internet for like the first day and a half. Yeah. And I will tell you, like, in the cell phone's coverage pretty spotty. Mm-hmm. So, like, not having access to anything, I was like, I can't watch any of I don't have any media to watch because everything's on my do? Apple TV. What did you do? You know. Oh. <laughs> oh. Use my imagination, Dave. No. That's even worse. <laughs> hey, Audrey, I know you're in the thick of it. Just so you know, from uh, my point of view, I've been through with my family, and we are rather clean about most things. Allergy-related eczema that looked like ringworm, real ringworm, pink eye, but you get through it. It happens. Just part of life sometimes. Message I love that everybody's just here for me <laughs> well, in, in my moment of peril. Because, you know, I, when you asked originally, like, what's what would you do? And I was like, you're not going to like what I have to say. And then I said it, and you didn't like what I had to say, I was like, okay, that's not the strategy we need to take here. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that brutal she honesty. Needs, she needs support right now, not an actual, like, opinion on things, which there's a lot of times I'm like that, too. Oh, yeah, don't yeah. give me advice. Yeah. Just listen to me vent. Yeah. I hate whenever men do that. Like, don't provide me with a solution. Be my girlfriend for a moment and yeah. just, like, gas me up no, and tell me that everything. that's what girlfriends are for. You come with a problem, Dude, we'll fix it. I cannot stand that. Do not... Do not come to me with a solution. I've, I've learned that over the years that <laughs> many not. times. Your solutions, no matter how good, are not welcome here. But also, we know what the solution <laughs> is. We're not stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know, but I just need to vent. It's like mm-hmm. the, I saw a meme the other day that said, I have the ability to figure everything out. Let me just be dramatic first. Yeah. Like, I know what I need to do, but I just am freaking out. And the only way that I can get through it is to verbalize it. Because mm-hmm. if it's in my head then it's just a hamster See, wheel of negative thought. You really didn't ask for, like, what we would do. We, you were at, you know, we were listening to what was going on, and we offered up our opinions. And so I, I think there's a distinct difference in that approach because the people who ask for advice, the assholes who will ask for your assholes. opinion, and then you give it to them, and then they just continue, you tell them how to fix it, and then they continue to come back time and time again and ask 
how I should fix this or what I should do. It's because and then they're they addicted never do to it. the drip of it, right? Like, it's like, oh. hey, my baby's got this weird thing on their toe. Can you? Can somebody on Facebook tell me whether or not that their baby has also had this weird thing on their toe? And how did you fix it? If you like, c- what do you mean? Just take your child to the doctor. If you come to me for advice and you do not take my advice two times, I'm never giving you advice ever again on anything. You get two shots. You got to use it. Use it or lose it. And I'm, I'm firm on that, Dave. <laughs> okay. For all the times that everyone's coming to People you, people come for to advice. me uh-huh. for advice. All the time. I don't believe it. Please leave a message after the tone. I'm calling to uh, just leave a message for Chris. He sounds like a gorgeous guy. I feel for him. I feel like he needs a good woman. He sounds like a six size, um, like a six seven, a burly man, muscular, hazel eyes, good teeth, nice earlobes. He sounds gorgeous. I, I can find you somebody. Let's fix Chris up. Get him out there. I want him to have a good life. He sounds so sweet. So later. Message for sure. Later. So let me set the, let me paint the picture. So for sure he's like six seven. Mm-hmm. He has this um, gorgeous long blonde hair. Yes. Um, yes, Fabio esque. Yes. Um, if you were to envision muscles on a man, um, you know that are so perfectly tanned, and a very beach esque, almost too big, but not. He you can know? eat all of the foods as yeah. well. If you want to go on a pizza date, he can go and eat. Take pizza. him to a bakery. He will take you to a bakery. <laughs> now imagine that man, and then imagine if no, his no, mom no, no. drank way too no, much. No, 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 no. That's, that's Chris. That's Chris. No, that's no, no, no. The aforementioned is Chris. <laughs> so I'm five nine, skinny fat, a lot uh-huh. of tattoos and you're scars. Not skinny you're fat. not skinny fat at you're, you're all. You're in the that's best shape out of all of us. I look no like question. I got some priors. I'm gluten free, OCD, and uh, I do have nice earlobes. They're double pierced. <laughs> Dude, not so. gauges though. Not gauged, not gauged no, ears. No, not gauged either, so. No, but I mean, gauged ears are fine. You it's know what? Fine. I actually did meet a very nice woman yesterday. I forgot <gasps> to tell you guys this. Where at? It was Audrey's dermatologist. You went to her? I went to oh, her. Oh, you creep. <laughs> you were, did you dude, guys you were, kiss? You were a creep. No, I, I asked for the first available doctor. It just so happened to be her. I didn't know who I was seeing until I got there. Dude, I was did like, you I, did I, you get kind of excited, though, when you put the pieces together and you're like, this is the hot dermatologist. Well, She's seen that, Audrey naked twice. The, <laughs> the, uh, the assistant so that walked that. me in was very cute, too. And I'm over here cracking jokes. And I'm like, Chris, I don't know if this is the time and place to be cracking jokes when you got a skin rash. <laughs> I got eczema. Yeah, but, that's a, that's a Great pun you had there, the Rashi. The funny thing is, they did put me in a gown, had me stripped down and go in a gown. Oh, I don't know why. I don't have anything under my clothes. Everything was visible, but they still asked me to do that. They want to see that ass. Was a sign. Dude, that is such a guy thing. You're yeah, like, she wants me. Totally. She, had me she wanted to see me naked gown. to see yeah. what I was working yeah. with. Totally. She wanted to see my bulge against the <laughs> gown. <laughs> like, no, I love that you no, went there. No. That's so funny. And we're having to wait. Are you, actually, are you so. supposed to be able to see a bulge in the in that gown? I mean, it, oh, if you buddy. saw this doctor, no, you open it from the front. You don't put it. You don't put the because. <laughs> That's how you end up with priors. <laughs> I mean, are you not? This is David Mahoney. This is the David Mahoney Show. So later this afternoon, we have this big client meeting with one of our clients that we really enjoy working with, but they have an annual meeting where they invite a bunch of people that they work with, and it's a big to-do. And they they told us in advance, hey, if you guys want, it's optional, but if you want, you can dress up because it's a Western theme. We've got some prizes that we're giving away. It's a whole to-do, like I said. You know, they're, they're doing it right. And so Mahoney, being as annoying as possible, decided that he was going to go, because there's one or two things that you get. You either get zero effort from Mahoney or way too much effort. 
And so we're going to this event, and Audrey, I know, has already got all of the Western wear that she could possibly need because the whole coastal cowgirl thing is, like, already in her wardrobe. It was a moment. You have boots and a hat and all the Western wear, right? I have, right? like, a brunch girl hat, but I'm not going to wear a hat. I'm just going to wear boots. You're not going to wear a cowboy hat? I don't own actual cowboy hat. No, okay. I do not currently But you're hat. still going to dress up in your little, like, coastal sure. cowgirl yes. type vibe. Sure. And then Mahoney's like, hey, do you guys want to dress, talking to me, do you want to dress similar? And I'm like, what do you mean? Because I don't like dressing up. I don't even like dressing up for Halloween. Like, I just, I wear the same thing to work every day. It's you a black t-shirt, so jeans. so full of it. You, these last few years, you have embraced. You've full on Halloween. Yeah, you've, you've gone, ever since I you had kids. I do it because I have kids. I'm yeah, doing it for them. You, you, you act think like I you don't like to dress it. up like Luigi? No, I hate it. Oh, really? I hate it every really? time. Really? You I didn't wear it. that Luigi costume later on? Okay. Yes, uh-huh. but... It's because she was going, it's a me, I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> and something about plumbing, I don't know. And a um, magic mushroom that makes everything bigger. But <laughs> but Mahoney has gone overboard with his outfit, and now I'm just going to get dunked on. Like, I, I just know. Like, I'm going to show up wearing a <laughs> denim shirt, and that's going to be the extent of me dressing up. Meanwhile, Mahoney dropped, you said, over $1,000 on your outfit. $1,140. <laughs> but to be fair, you got new boots, you got new jeans, you got a new belt with a um, M, belt buckle. I bought a belt buckle you as well. You got a new jacket that's sick. Um, like a Kevin Costner style very, Yellowstone rich rich rancher jacket. Yeah, I mean, you look like you could certainly be. Because I can't pull be, off like the roping style uh, No, you look like wear. you would be, if you were in Yellowstone, you would have been one of the guys that was on like the city council that didn't approve his development. It's very handsome. If you want to look at it, we posted it online at David Mahoney. But I mean, you do, I mean, I think it suits you, man. I will tell you this much. I have never really worn a cowboy hat in my life. And you put it on, you're like... Oh yeah, I felt like a new man. Yeah, putting that thing on, yeah. like it it's was a new personality. It was a moment, and like I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, "Ooh, this is okay. I could see myself uh, feeling this." And again, I have no, um, you know, uh, illusions that I'm going to be like I'm not like I'm a suburbanite. Like I've I've lived in the suburbs. For 42 years. But there are big suburb cowboys. You're not the first. No, but <laughs> no, I know. In but that like moment, you're like, it's I, stolen valor for sure. I need a ranch. <laughs> I do need a ranch. Ran by other people, please. Yes. That <laughs> I could just not pay I'll for run it. The ranch. And I'm just there. But I'll tell you this. So I went to Boot Barn and I, I am a fish out of water. So I'm wearing my, my, you know, my Tommy Bahama. You know, I got my gold chain on. I roll in there and they knew the, uh, I was, I was immediately greeted and helped by the staff which were phenomenal. But I bet the, the boot barn is a banger. Oh. I bet that place is just I've never, booming on the I weekends. had never been into a boot barn before. So I wasn't sure awesome. exactly what I was, like, getting myself into. And I kind of had an idea. I didn't know what I wanted to buy or whatever. I was just going to let whatever in the store speak to me. And I was, uh, I was greeted by a lovely uh, associate there. Her name was Shelly Ray. Shelly Ray. And Shelly Ray Sweet. probably spent 90 minutes to two hours. Dude, I love that type of customer service. put together my outfit oh, oh, for she, tonight. You went to just one place and you walked out with that whole oh, thing? Oh, that was all 100%. Oh, 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 top Shelly and bottom. Ray's got you bar. decked out, boy. Look out. <laughs> you helped her meet her quota. I, you know, it was it was funny too because, because of the good customer service. Did you feel like you kind of had to spend a little bit more? No. I no. Will, no. Really? Like, I, I will tell you. There's no so pressure in it. I put it, it on. I, put, I, I, I got everything, and like she was like having me try stuff on. And I'm not like traditionally a try on clothes type of guy, but she was just like, "No, you got to try these on." Here's how. Here and, and so I'm like, I'm just like, all right. I'm just kind of like 
doing you what submit. I normally yeah. don't do and love how it turned out, but I put on the... What a the, novel idea. Like, trying things on actually works as opposed to what we normally but, do, which is not try it on, get it home, hate it, never and, wear it, or return it. I know I am 100% a poser and cosplaying, but I like it, Feels man. Good. It looks like, so I, good. I put yeah. it all on, and I took... Because I was telling my wife what I was doing, and then I took a picture, which the one you can see up on uh, our Instagram, at Dave Mahoney, and my wife's like... Giddy up. She liked it, huh? She's about She's to like, save a horse. She's like, where, where that lasso? <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Warning. The following stories were performed by true redneck professionals. Do not attempt unless you married your cousin. It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. Audrey and I have both had experiences where somebody has just walked into our house that did not... Well, they weren't invited in really by me. Audrey, you sort of as a young child invited somebody into your house. I lit a homeless person into the house. And your mom was pretty surprised because she had just gotten out of the shower at the time, if I recall the story correctly. Really could have gone sideways, but yeah, yeah, those are correct There was a time where I was just sitting in my living room one time and a dude just walked in my house. He was very drunk. I guess thought he had the right place. Sat down on the couch next to me and started eating the bag of chips on the coffee table and then promptly fell asleep. I mean, that's a college town thing, though. But he was well past college age. Oh, I see, was in college. He was like 46. He, he was like, arrested neg- development, still living the college dream Maybe. there. You yeah. neglected that that caveat there. I always assumed when you've told me that story over oh, no. the years, no. it was another like college bro. And I'm like, yeah, man, that happens. No, this was not a college bro at all. No, this, this was a college look, dad. Yes. Did he look 45 and like, he looked 45 he and like, 45? like he'd just been working in the mines. Like he, he was dirty, <laughs> like the whole bit. Very, very, so very, very. So he was very probably drunk. also homeless. Maybe. So in this case, it wow. was a rather unusual incident in Pennsylvania when police arrested a woman. Her name is Mindy Lou Conrad. That's not a real name. After she, uh, Mindy <laughs> Lou Conrad with a K. What is this, Whoville? Was uh, <laughs> broke into a house and was found asleep on the sofa by the homeowner. It occurred before 8 a.m. on February 10th. Conrad got woke up and left, but was caught by police a short distance away because at some point during this, she broke into this person's house and fell asleep on this person's couch. She put on the victim's shoes. Mm-hmm. They were her shoes in her head. And... The police discovered her. Had, she had an outstanding bench warrant, I guess, and uh, she got arrested. But she broke into the house and at some point put on the shoes and then left. Do you burn <laughs> the couch and the shoes? Uh, it depends on how new the couch is, honestly. Couches are, expen- uh, couches are expensive. Yeah, but, man, if you got, a, like, a weirdo who's, like, it, it's forever unclean, No, man. just get some, like, that fabric spray. Just for breeze. Febreze it? You think that's, that's going to bring it out? They've got anti- antibacterial sprays now. Do they? For, for fabrics, yes. So an Uber driver in Florida facing charges after attempting to sell some magic mushrooms and LSD to an undercover cop. So well, the wh- Why occurred- was he looking too real? I feel like that's a, a on the cop. Well, so the incident occurred during the Florida Narcotics Officers Association annual conference. Very easy to say. Miramar Beach. The Uber driver, a 52-year-old, smelled like weed when detectives got into his vehicle. At that point, when the cops who were there for the cop convention. They weren't of undercover. They, they were, were just in street clothes. Uh, that's what I mean, is that they got into this Uber. This dude smells of weed, and they're like, let's just try it out. Let's just see what we can get from this guy. It feels like entrapment. That I'm, is entrapment. What do you mean entrapment? They, they just were asked at a be- convention in their street clothes. They weren't undercover at a cop convention. It was a cop convention. They were in street clothes, and they were like, hey, this dude reeks of weed. Let's just see. Hey, man, you no. got any uh, magic mushroom? He's like, I sure do. There's so many other things to 
worry like, about. Yeah, man, like a guy, an Uber driver selling magic mushrooms. Like, this is what you're focused on. I, mean, this I don't just necessarily feels- love that he was high while driving, um, but yeah, this is absolutely entrapment. They weren't undercover at all. If your Uber driver's not high, are you really even in an Uber? (laughs) Bro, if you're in an Uber, though, and this guy is stoned driving cops back and forth to the cop convention, and he doesn't realize it. No, he's not brave. He's an idiot. Fair. It's the sort of guy that gets caught, man. What do you mean you're dropping somebody off at the undercover narcotics convention, and then you're shocked when they're a cop? Can't believe it. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh, my God. Would you people shut up? Dave and Mahoney. When's the last time that you guys walked into a big box store to go shopping? Is that still a thing for either of you? What does a big well, box store I'm, mean? I'm, so I think about like a big box store. I think like a Dillard's or a JCPenney's or a Macy's or even like a Home Depot or, a Best, or Buy. Best Buy. You know, like well, the anchor stores. I mean, Home see. Depot, I feel like is a little bit different because that's there's still things that like you don't necessarily would want to get shipped. Uh, I, I feel like that one out of all of those is probably the most frequented at least by people who are in that industry they feel like they're the most stable right like right. it's gonna be harder to to misplace something like a home depot because you're not just ordering a riding lawnmower or a whole bunch of paint off of amazon but i'm gonna go to like i'm in the i'm in the market for a new tv right now uh-huh. and so what am i gonna do i'm gonna go to best buy and <laughs> then i'm probably just gonna buy it price um, it out and then buy it on amazon but you if you want to go see it you're gonna go look i'm gonna at go it. look at it have a good price match yeah, sure. So a lot of places will price match. I mean, but I don't find myself very often going into the big box stores. Uh, one, because I hate shopping. But I did go not that long ago because I was buying some stuff for the kids. Mm-hmm. And one of the, I think it was Dillard's, they had like a pop-up Toys R Us display inside of their store. Cool. With a little Jeffrey the giraffe and the whole thing. I didn't know they were doing pop-ups. I didn't know that they were doing them within stores like that, though. And like Sephora, didn't they have a partnership with one of them? I don't know if it was, was JCPenney. JCPenney, something. I, I, like I that. I mean, it's, Sephora is inside of Kohl's now. But it's like too. you see more and more of these stores kind within of doing stores. stores within stores. And it makes sense. Like, they have to make some adjustments. Times are changing. But, boy, times are changing big time for Macy's. They just announced plans to close 150 stores. That's crazy. And that's 30% of their namesake across the entire United States I over mean, their next three years. I say that the store's giant focus on luxury brands under its new chief executive is going to be the direction that they're going. Department stores. Oh, okay. like, see, like, like, I just don't think people go to department stores like they used to. When I think about Macy's, the only reason I would go to a Macy's is if I was looking for cologne. For whatever exactly. reason, because I bought cologne from Macy's for 30 years. See, but this is really cool, though, because if they're just consolidating, I like that. Because one of the things that's so very overwhelming for me personally, if I'm going into one of those Macy's, Dillard's, you know, for example, those type of clothing-based stores, if I want to go there, it kind of feels messy yeah. and really impossible to find anything. So if they're consolidating, and yet, I, I don't think that that's a bad thing. They're saying the idea is to free up $750 million dollars with a real estate asset, so they're going to close a bunch of stores, but then they're also going to be upgrading existing Macy's locations, opening smaller versions of some Macy's stores as well. So this isn't a, let's give up the ghost, it's all over for Macy's. This is kind of a pivot and strategy, and let's close down some of these bigger stores that maybe aren't doing so well, open some smaller versions, and then improve the stores that we are keeping. Tends to be, I think, a pretty good plan. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Even Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call your dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message. 
this TikTok thing about this girl's relationship. It's 10 minutes long, so people's attention spans aren't that long enough to watch it for 10 minutes. So they're probably going to scroll past it and go on to something else. Message um, deleted. Got me locked. There's, you, you don't understand that like people will, if you're in a place, and I am guilty of this as well, I can, I've spent hours at night on my phone scrolling so sure. something that's 10 minutes long if it's engaging if you get hooked right from the beginning and there's 52 parts which did you watch how, what how many parts of it did I'm you only just halfway real, real quickly catch people up so if you don't know what we're talking about audrey found this woman online and it's gone viral it's all over the place i mean national news nbc news picked it up it's tmz all of it and this woman is basically talking about how she was with a pathological liar and was talking has a 52 part series so far we don't know if she's done yet of all of the things, crazy things that her ex had done to her, like what's an example of something that stands out to you? So he was creating fake family members. He was creating fake jobs. He was printing out and creating fake documents from bank statements with headers and like letterheads from the bank saying that he was given X amount of money to like, um, you know, buy a home. So he was absolutely, yeah. he was going through and creating fake re, uh, realtors that he was going through to do a process of buying a home with this person who he had gotten pregnant. But um, all of this to say, you know, 10 minutes worth of content is, I mean, that would be no different than you listening and consuming this segment right now. You know what I mean? Granted, yeah. it's not 10 minutes, but it could be. Sure. And if it's compelling enough, and, you know, I have watched, like I said, 25 episodes, I'll call them, yeah. um, of this woman's story because it seems to be so unbelievable, but it is true. And she's a good storyteller. She is. Which, I mean, yeah, good which, enough. Which, which helps with things like that. So I think that, it's you know, the saying that there's no attention span or people don't spend that kind of time. I mean, I, I it disgusts me the amount of time I spend on social media at night. So you know? I don't even watch TV at this current stage of my media consumption. I'm only on my phone on TikTok scrolling through things. So, so I don't do know. Do you guys ever have it where your significant other will tell you that they're going to bed early and they will just want to catch up on rest and you'll sit up and watch another show for like an hour and a half and then you go in the bedroom and they're still on. They're just scrolling yep. on their phone. And you're like, mm. it's an addiction, man. Oh, there's no uh, staying up later in, in, in my world. Like if I go to bed, my wife goes to bed. If she goes to bed, I go to bed. It's always synced up. It's it's always it's always in unison. But to expand on this, so that story went national, Audrey. I was reading some uh, a post on Reddit that was kind of inspired by that story of that mm -hmm. woman who was lied to, and it was the title of the post was "What is the wor worst lie you've ever been told in your life?" And somebody responded with, "My friend was helping her boyfriend when his dad discovered that he had cancer." He was distraught, and he went home often to visit him. It put a pretty big strain on the relationship. Finally, his father passed and succumbed to the cancer. He broke up with her shortly thereafter. Five days later, she got a call from his dead father asking if everything was okay between the two of them. The father never had cancer. He made the whole Whoa. thing up. This woman, her wow. name is Risha Tisha. So Risha Tisha on TikTok is recounting all of these things that her apparently she did not know this at the time she just thought he was a pathological liar turns out he has bipolar schizophrenia so making uh, all of these different personalities up kind of makes a lot more sense mm -hmm. but with that being said he was faking illness as well he was wow. faking that uh, his family his mother had Dude. died his father had died from cancer from this from that so this is why it's gaining so much coverage and and 
to this person's point 10 minutes whenever I'm listening to a compelling story like that because I cannot even fathom someone pretending that their parent had cancer and then like trying to get sympathy from my partner. Are you kidding? You came up with? Oh my gosh. Couldn't think of anything else. Just like you couldn't come up with like I'm going golfing with the boys or something. It's got to be my dad has cancer and Mm -hmm. is dying. Like come on bro. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I was listening about your uh, tinting windows idea. I have a 79 Lincoln, and there's a lot of glass. So I had it tinted, and presto changeo, from a classic car, it went to a mobster's car when I had the windows tinted. Message deleted. And now isn't it so much cooler? It was just a normal car, and now you could very well be a monster. A 79 Lincoln Continental? Is oh, that? yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That Those is things are sweet. Car. Yeah, but I mean, like... I feel like you can't be driving around like a former, mo- like a mobster style car because there's too many like witness protection Dude, people had- here. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be some like, actual mobster. Like, is that my car? Did they auction that thing off? <laughs> you get a hit. Bitch. I yeah. still got the keys. I'm coming to get it. Like accidental hit. <laughs> I'm looking at a 79 Lincoln Continental and one with blacked out windows. Yeah. And it's a, that's a vibe. That is. That's it a is. Sopranos it's car. For sure it is. Uh, messages for Audrey. I heard you saying that uh, there are some weird things that women do in the restrooms. Well, do tell, do tell. Inquiring minds want to know. Message Bro, deleted. Keep, keep your kinks to yourself, man. I mean, I saw a girl sniff her own underwear once. That's not that weird. What? That is very weird. She took it off. Gave yeah, it a sniff and then put it back on. Well, or did she was she just flexible and just <laughs> pretzel? <laughs> I mean, if you're like going that's to actually no, like, like not a lie, what like, really I've happened? Seen that. I've got to know that sitting but, down, bent down. Yeah, man, if you're going to like be intimate what? with someone at a point in time you and you're not sure if you're going to sure. be able to shower, you gotta make sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that weird in my opinion. <laughs> if she had a good friend, she's like, "Yo, come over here, give this thing give a, a little. sniff test." <laughs> <laughs> This is the David Mahoney Show. So, how did you feel like since you've gotten married that you've let yourself go? Uh, Dave, I let myself go way before marriage. I mean, to be fair, you did wait like, I don't know, nine years before you proposed to your wife. Yeah, she knew what she was getting into. <laughs> it's on her. Yeah, her I mean, there was no, there were no uh, stones to unturn. You, you, you bought it. You bought this. You bought this cow. Now it's time to milk it. <gasps> oh my gosh! Is that how you say? Please it? don't before, say it like that. Before please don't say you it have like, a relationship. Yeah, don't. It's time to milk the Come cow. Come milk baby. this cow, baby. <laughs> Audrey, <laughs> you're recently married. Has your yes. husband uh, kept together for the last couple of months since you've uh, tied the knot? He's nine? also been milking this cow. He's also been milking the cow. Yes. Great. Everything is good. Uh, so that's there what was, happens when you buy the cow. You get to milk it. Oh my god! Do you feel like you let yourself go now that you're uh, a little more relaxed now? That you're oh, married? for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, not intentionally, but I mean, they say that whenever you're really comfortable, that there's this like, uh, like you just com- kind of do that. You you're get comfortable with each yeah. other. Yeah. So a study conducted suggests that men tend to gain weight within five years of marriage due to increased calorie consumption and reduced exercise. The study found that marriage is associated with significant effect on BMI scores, leading to an extra 5.2% of married men being overweight and an increase in obesity by 2.5%. And the phenomenon, commonly called happy fat, is believed to be an international issue. Yeah. So, yeah. It's because, I mean, like, I mean, obviously you just stated every reason why, but it, truly... I think that there's something within me personally that I love feeding my husband. Like, I love cooking. I love, like, that's one of the things that I feel like as women, if you're listening to this, you might understand 
because we're all the same. We're just girls. One of the first things when you start dating someone is like, did you eat today? What'd you eat today? Yeah. Did you did you get enough food today? Like, even if you're not like super exclusive yet, it's like, what did you eat for lunch? Oh, you haven't eaten lunch? Oh my God, go eat lunch. Like as women, we're just like nurturers, like in caretakers. So if you remove the uh, exercise from your life, all you're going to do is have somebody nurture you. And <laughs> I, I will say that like the wife and I, after we put the kids down, after a long day, just sitting on the couch, kind of that like look that you give each other, you're like, hey. You, should, should we both have a little treat? A little ice know? cream? Yeah, there's a, a little something, you know, a little nightcap, if you will, a little little sweet treat, whatever it may be. Oh, you we're know? like that too, for sure. Yeah, and you're like, you're like, you deserve it. Oh, you deserve it, babe. You know, you, it's like you were you, such a hard day. Those treat are, yourself. Th- those are special little moments, your little bonding moments, where you know, it just happens to be over a large bowl of so ice let cream. Let me ask you this: Am I a beach for getting uh, Dustin a gym membership for his birthday? No, no. Okay, great. I mean, that's something he'll <laughs> like, though. He loves and he it. Probably oh my God. Uses it. He told me it was the best gift I've ever got him. There like, you go. Awesome. I love that for me and for you. <laughs> and you know what? Since he went to the gym, you guys can have that little sweet treat together. That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, dot, dot com.